0: My dream put them down to track. Two-track audio with Nick and Charles. Okay. This <laughs> this time I'm actually recording. For the listeners, I, I messed up. We got about eight seconds into another uh, 30 seconds into another recording and and, and I was not recording. So that's another one of our kind of many lost episodes. Oh, yeah. One.
1: Yeah. 32nd episode. You know, we should I, do that. We should start recording 32nd episodes.
0: That would be funny. I, I've been listening to this podcast. It's real good. I don't like to bring up other podcasts on the the podcast. Yeah, we podcast never do cause that. Because like, like uh, you're not going uh, to what, what? Free advertising? Yeah, whatever uh dream dream bigger buddy um but like uh there's this podcast blank check with griffin and david it's a movie podcast it's real good if you like real like intense movie criticism where there's like two hour episodes on these movies they go through directors filmographies and 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 it's really good anyway um but they reference like i was to a bunch of episodes in the last few weeks and they reference like a single lost episode, and they've done hundreds at this point.
1: Like, oh, gosh. Well,
0: meanwhile, would we have like three, probably at least three or four? Oh yeah,
1: at least at least three. Not I can counting, think of three off the top of my head. Not counting the uh, the white out, al- not the white album. Not counting the wall album oh, podcast that we never did. That's not right. counting the gentle giant podcast we, we never did. did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, not counting yeah.
1: our pilot episode, which we never intended to air to begin with. Yeah. Uh, then there's, yeah there's there's the
0: lot. Joni Mitchell, Crosby, Sills, and Nash episode. There's yeah. the uh, the Nirvana Pixies episode, just wetting your, just like uh, uh, all you listeners out there, just like wetting your appetites for these these lost <laughs> yeah. gems. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's the meatloaf episode. Oh, <laughs> that, uh, will, will never be released for sure.
1: Oh, that was awful. Um, Charles and I were in a bad mood, and we realized we didn't really care for Meatloaf. Yeah, we... Uh,
0: b- b- you know, kind of... I-, I don't think it's dramatic to say that we were metaphorically spitting on Meatloaf's grave. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> His body was still warm, and we were... Uh, uh, anyway, but... Um, and So, guitarists. And, 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 yes, so so the opposite of Meatloaf, guitarists. Um, I think, mm. Nick, guitar... I don't think it's absurd to say that guitar is synonymous with rock and roll. You see a guitar and it's like, wow, that's rock music. Am I wrong in saying that?
1: I don't know what the bit is. You're you're practically right and you're you're anthropologically right, I think. Um, Which is a weird way of putting it. I mean, like Les Paul. Les Paul. But what about – oh, yeah. Hey, he's pretty good at guitar. That's a good guitar player. Les Paul, so Les Paul, I guess you could say sort of like quote-unquote invented the electric guitar. And yeah. he's he's a rock and roll artist. So yeah. yes. Yes. You're That's right. right. Oh, weird. Okay. So he invented the solid body electric guitar, right? Okay. So
0: it's mm-hmm. a little bit of a difference. But but yes, I, I understand what you mean. Like the, 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 the innovation in the guitar is, is in – uh, the guitar had new life breathed into it um despite having been like extremely popular for a really long time as an instrument sure. by the, the rock and roll movement, and a lot of people took it to the next level right um i mean hey i mean i there's so many great guitar players out there for so many different reasons um i I think like I mean you gotta like I think we're right out the bat we gotta you know bring up the 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 people who are generally considered to be really good rock guitar players. Your Eric Clapton's, Jimmy Page's, your Jimi Hendrix's, um, your Stephen Ray Vaughn's, you know, these guys um, are the big, are are some of the big names uh, as far mm. as that goes. I feel like there's like a clear one that I'm, like, guitar virtuoso game changer. Oh, Eddie Van Halen, you know, these kind of guys. Sure, yeah. Um, I think for me... I my, my taste tends more towards like kind of more of like a George Harrison type guitar player who's maybe Can I a say little something more quick? like.
1: Yeah, please. So in an office meeting recently, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the new uh, Beatles documentary came up in conversation. And and one of my coworkers, who shall remain nameless started talking about how George stinks and George is overrated, <sighs> and George really isn't Ugh. all that great and i was i i I stuck up for it. i i I personally am not the biggest george fan myself, but i I certainly didn't feel that the aspersions cast upon him were fair. I feel like he's an incredibly uh talented musician who is overshadowed more so by strong personalities than by talent,
0: oh no, absolutely I think like hey i mean like none of the Beatles were like this but he's not like one of these like rips out like a really like like well in that documentary he talks about how like eric clapton can just solo forever and ever you know and he's not like that he like it composes a solo you know i think he's a right. songwriter more than anything and i i think like uh I mean, there's a whole school of guys like that, I think, like Johnny Marr from the Smiths comes to mind, Robbie Robertson from the band to a certain extent. Um, What about David Gilmour? David Gilmour, hey, I would put him in that. Now, David Gilmour has some of the virtuoso chops too, but I think that he's really like operating on another level, not another level, but he's doing something different from like Eric Clapton or something
1: where he's really like, there are songwriters, you know, Mm -hmm. who are playing guitar. No absolutely absolutely. It's as if david gil- like you said he's he's certainly uh skilled in both uh approaches but but mm-hmm. seems to favor the writing you know it seems like seems like Gilmore puts so much emphasis on playing the the right notes at the right time in the right way, yeah, and not you know seeing what he can do right right. And I think like hey, and I'd put um,
0: the guys from Radiohead in that in that too. Ed O'Brien oh, sure. and Johnny Greenwood for sure, yeah.
1: um, and Tom York too. I guess he also plays guitar. Um, Why does he leave band? the H in? I wonder. Confuse us, maybe just to confuse us.
0: <sighs> yeah, it's a little like, yeah, you think <laughs> think you're cool. It's not just Tom; it's Tom. No, I, I'm, I'm. that's fine. That makes more sense. I like that more than just the the, the plain Tom, you know? Right. I think, like, right. it makes more sense, you know? And but like,
1: he's bucking convention, which is why the question is asked yeah. to begin with. I wonder um, if that's, like, something he decided
0: to do or if that's, like, a – that must just be, like, a thing that people do because he's not the only Tom out there, right? Right. Like, uh, yeah, I don't think so. I think you're right. Am I saying that differently, Tom – Versus Tom. <laughs> okay, of those two, was the first or the second one that went with the H? The second one. Ah, okay, I meant it. I meant the first one to be this. First. Okay, never mind. No, I wasn't saying any different. Okay, I'm googling it. There's someone named Tom Evans, who is who is a Scottish rugby union player. He's younger than he's younger than than Tom York, so so he could be referencing that. Um, let's see. Ah, Tom Brenneman. Little older, little older. Okay, yep. All right. It's a thing. It's not just Tom being weird. Anyway, um who so some of you, who are some of your favorite guitar players, Nick? Who comes to your mind when you think of great guitarists?
1: Yeah, so that's an interesting question. Um we recently also recorded uh the episode on on keyboardists and mm-hmm. when it comes to like uh rock and roll virtuosos, I tend to be more uh interested in the in the keyboardist than the than the guitarists hmm. um uh that being said you know i i i love the way jimmy page plays um uh, jimmy page for sure but you know i'm trying to think of of the musicians i like who who have a little bit more of a delicate touch with guitar uh other than David Gilmore because we've already discussed him a little bit mm-hmm. but he's I, I mean if I had to like choose one guitarist to listen to, probably him, you know. Oh, those yeah. uh those opening notes uh at the beginning of Shine On You Crazy Diamond oh, are just immaculate. Incredible. Yes. I mean, I, I, I can't get over it. I don't know if I'll ever get over it. It's just I mean, gives me goosebumps every time. The solo on time is
0: so good. That's a great one. Mm. Um I really like his rhythm playing on Have a Cigar. That's like really oh, sure. cool, I think. That that like thing at the beginning um or he's like yeah. kind of slapping around a little bit yeah, yeah he's great yeah. he's great i mean he's just like operating on um j- he he's just like doing doing great stuff i don't think that's controversial to say that david gilmore is a good guitar player but like no um he just like but he, you know, he plays like uh his the, the music he plays is just beautiful you know and, and i think like right it like sounds good too like i I think he like he he gets like a such a beautiful tone right um
1: and you know what's funny is so so i I love David Gilmore for that, I love mm-hmm. his his uh almost like consecration to perfection uh mm-hmm. with with the way things sounds but then on the on the other extreme i think another uh guitarist who i really like is is neil young kind of mm. for the opposite reason you yeah. know um you know there are times if you if you listen to the right uh live recording of neil young he'll have like he'll have his strings tuned so loosely that they like vibrate against uh against the guitar after he mm. after he plays the strings um so it's just like a totally it's a totally different thing which is uh it's a different feel and i i like it a lot
0: no no i i hey
1: that's so funny nick i was literally going to say the exact
0: same thing that you just said like i was thinking like i was like uh uh you know like the opposite of david gilmore is is neil young for sure
1: (laughs) yeah no Um, i think he really is and you know uh you know david gilmore will play a few uh notes which are distinct from each other and they'll complement each other flawlessly mm-hmm. and Neil Young will play the same note 12 times and <laughs> yes. it'll sound different every time and it'll yes. fit together flawlessly.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um incredible. Uh I think I think on that same note, you know, you're a great acoustic guitar player too. I I think we'd be remiss if we didn't bring up Joni Mitchell in this conversation. Oh, oh, yeah. Someone who who we love on this podcast and talk about a lot. Uh you know, uh, she's, like, just, her guitar parts are impossible, like, I mean, she's got these, like, crazy tunings that she plays in, so there's all this, like, like, um, really, like, novel kind of stuff happening in the left hand, but I think she's, like, um, uh, just, like, like, one of the great, like, finger-picking kind of guitar players in pop music for sure mm-hmm. like she has a if you want a real treat listeners go watch some footage from the shadows and light concert film and watch her right hand it's really fascinating She just like dances with her hand but it's like she's really right is that right yes yes okay. so that, that that's the straight that's the hand that's like plucking the strings on the mm-hmm. on the body of the guitar and like the way it li- like the, the sound is like so precise but the way that her hand looks it's like there's so much movement going on it's crazy it's really like wild um and just like looks completely free um but it's doing something like deliberate i I love it anyway um
1: yeah and then what about so what do you think about some of the um i I guess uh gimmicks that the guitarists will uh utilize sometimes for instance setting your guitar on fire playing mm. it with your teeth smashing it uh against the stage what do you What do you think about some of that stuff
0: you know i i used to be real into that when i was in high school i thought that was real cool i still kind of do um i yeah. can take, or, take <laughs> or leave it at this point <laughs> like, right. it's pretty cool like i you know um hey i, I want to say more talk box that that's kind of my thing right now. I oh think that's yeah, to yeah. Gimmicks. <laughs> we more oh, uh,
1: well, you know what else is another gimmick that you um, just reminded me of. You know, I've heard uh, radio MCs always say, you know, uh, Peter Frampton can talk through his guitar, but he can't make it whistle. Only Steve Miller can do that. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. Well, well, only David Gilmore can make it sound like a pig. That's <laughs> that's yeah. the other thing. <laughs> Oh man. Um so what about some of the uh have you do you remember the track Careful with that axe Eugene? You I, I
0: do indeed, Nick. Yeah. Yeah, what about that some old, that of that old the, chestnut?
1: Uh, that um that 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 brutally creative tune. That br- I, brutally creative ditty. I can't think of how the guitar goes on that song. I think specifically what I'm thinking of is that there's there's a, there's two instances in the song. One where I think they like s- scratch their fingernails against like the 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 strings, mm-hmm. and the, the, and that's literally like the it's like wow this is like the most basic like eight year old sort of thing you could do. But yeah, then yeah. they also like um like roll mar like a marble down the strings and record that to like just some that's pretty like, cool. I don't know. Like it doesn't sound good. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like uh, what you might call an extended
0: technique, or like um, uh, a lot of people call them like new techniques for for instruments like that. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. I don't know if you remember in my like recital senior year of college, I did a, a couple of pieces that had some like weird noise kind of stuff going on on a classical guitar. Um, were you there for that? Yeah. I-
1: I think I was there. I don't you remember weren't. any of the songs. It was. Okay. Anyway, there's took a... photos for it. Um, oh yeah. No, no. It, yeah. Yes. But... You,
0: you were definitely there. You were there. Anyway. Yeah. Um, it, it's not, I, I don't know why I expect you to remember that, but like <sighs> there, there's, there's a piece like, uh, you know, I was like crossing one string over another string to make this like buzzing noise and like yeah. pushing the strings okay. off the side of the neck and like snapping yeah. strings and stuff like that. Sure. Um, not snapping them entirely, but like, pulling them and, you know, snapping them against the soundboard. Like, I, I think there's some cool stuff as far as that goes, like to varying degrees of like, you know, how good it sounds. Um, right. In terms of like, but like, you know, hey, what is, you know, what is no- noise if not, you know, uh, uh, music without like, uh, uh, it, you know,
1: it's a, it's all sound, you know, like, uh, I don't know. If I ever had to teach like a, uh... An introductory sort of music class, maybe like music theory or music history or something, mm-hmm. I think what I would probably open with would be um Edgar Verez's quote, "Music is organized sound mm. and like that that's definitely where you need to start because i you and I've discussed this many, many times, but like like the Western conception of music is not the entirety of the idea of music. Right. Um there's there there can be so much more to it and it, it can be practically anything. Didgeridoo, man. Yeah. Love hey, it. Didgeridoo uh The didge, um, as uh as I've seen some people call it. Yeah. And what is a didgeridoo if not a guitar that
0: is just a long hole? You know? <laughs> and that's really what we're talking about here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely. um you just take the strings off and just make it a long hole and there you get to redo.
1: Have you ever listened to Robin Trower? Have you ever listened to him? um I do know that after um Robin Trower's come Brian may flowers I know that uh,
0: uh,
1: uh, uh. <laughs> uh I've listened to him a little bit not 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 so much lately uh awful joke by the way um <laughs> And, and so he's, he's among an interesting camp of, of guitarists who I feel like have like the, the talent sufficient to be among the greats because plenty of people have the talent and for, for this reason or that reason. Aren't generally thought of among the greats. Mm. You know, Jeff Beck might be might be another one. Um, He's a little bit better known uh, than Robin Trower, I think. Uh, But do you have any other any other guitarists like that who you feel like have like the? Certainly, many guitarists have the technical ability to be among the greats. Um, So, do any any come to mind for you?
0: Interesting. Um, (laughs) I mean. I I think besides yourself, I quite like the original guitarist from Yes, Peter Banks. And he was sort of always on the edge of he was on the first two Yes records. He was always kind of on the edge of like really breaking out in a big way in terms of like, was he on the Yes album? He was not. That was the first okay. album he wasn't on. He was on Ta- Time and a Word. Time and a Word. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So he he's real good, and he he had another band called Flash, who are are have a couple of good records, and and he has some interesting solo stuff. His first solo album, Two Sides of Peter Banks, is really good. Um, but uh, you know, like he has like a lot of ability and a lot of like songwriting ability, and like like was doing some interesting things, but just never really like clicked into like being a um. You know, considered like amongst the kind of like that, like like maybe like um, uh, that Venn diagram of people who are like commercially successful and also good at guitar. You know, I, I think that's kind of what we're talking about as far as that right, goes, right? right? Like, um, right, actually getting into people's ears and into people's houses and stuff, um, right? Yeah.
1: yeah, absolutely, and that's I mean that's half of what makes some musicians careers and i do not mean this as a criticism probably more so as a compliment is just the ability to you know promote yourself you know um Mm. that 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 is such a huge factor in in david bowie to to, in david bowie's career in my mind like a fantastic musician love his work Mm -hmm. uh but david bowie would not be as cool if he hadn't been david bowie you know, like that ability right. to just sort of create a brand, create an image for himself is, is, is mm-hmm. so key. Um, so it Absolutely. happens, you know, Absolutely. You, you can be the most talented guy in the world. But if you come off as an, an accountant, you know, you're not going to resonate with.
0: Uh, right. Or if you're just not in the right place at the right time or don't like. Yeah. I mean, who knows? And like David Bowie, also an interesting example, of someone who had like many false starts to his career yeah, you know what yeah, i mean absolutely. like he had put out albums like a number of albums and singles under his own name and and under like different band names um leading up to space oddity that had kind of happened to be the thing that that gave him um the edge commercially sure but he had like a, a pretty pretty extensive discography prior to that you Yeah, know? he'd yeah, been around true. for a while so so well, and
1: know. uh and um legal name if i remember correctly david jones david jones
0: yeah. yeah, like the monkey and the, the squid pirate um,
1: from yeah. those movies. Yeah, the squid pirate. Uh, any uh, any parting shots, Well, Charles? I do want
0: to say this. Speaking of Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 3, I believe remains the most expensive movie ever produced, weirdly. Seriously? That's strange. Um, yeah, I think because it's all the boats. Oh, I think. And all the stars and stuff too, I'm sure, but like or whatever. But like I don't know how much that inflates a budget. I'm sure you know, anyway, but like um and interestingly, the most expensive two D animated film ever made, Treasure Planet.
1: Both like pirate movies. Huh. Both very expensive. And and Treasure Planet? Uh underrated underrated it's a good movie
0: it bombed horribly at the box office and it killed 2d animation forever i think it's probably as as like a feature thing like a movie thing but like Mm -hmm. um great movie i i I always thought that one was like a big hit because we had it when i was growing up and i watched it a bunch of times
1: yeah yeah Um, i like it um better than better than atlantis i would say interesting i i think of them as being about the same i really like atlantis though uh atlantis i always got excited about and then sort of like once they discover Atlantis, I feel like the the plot kind of falls apart a lot. Yeah,
0: but. you're you're right. You're right. I think Treasure Planet is probably like a tighter movie as <laughs> like a – like structurally or whatever. Because right. you're right. Atlantis like looks really good, but like it does sort of like – it doesn't make a like a – I don't know. It, it drags a ton in the middle. You're totally mm-hmm. right. As soon as they get to Atlantis, it's like Snoozeville until like the last 15 <laughs> minutes. Sure.
1: Um that's interesting.
0: I should rewatch that. That's a good movie. Uh, yeah, let's to, do
1: uh let's do a two hack audio uh episode. On Atlantis. About Atlantis <laughs> about and the, Treasure Planet.
0: About late period Disney uh <laughs> 2D films, that and uh Emperor's
1: New Groove and oh, Princess yes. and the Frog. That's what we'll do. Which I, I've never seen that one, but Oh yeah, I watched um, it about a month ago. It's, it was it was all right. All right. Hey. Um Cool. Anyway. Well um yeah. yeah, thanks for thanks for listening. Follow us on, on social. Share the pod with your friends. On the Soch. Yeah. Yes. Uh, gonna <laughs> cease recording in three, two, one